Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. continue with the story of David. And today we have another prophet. We've been hearing from Samuel up to now. But now we're going to hear from Nathan. We are on Samuel, 2 Samuel 7. And Nathan has a message for David from the Lord. Go and tell my servant David, should you build me a house to dwell in? We hear that God desires a place where to dwell and we've been talking a little bit about this in previous episodes, the importance of our churches as places where God dwells. That in the Bible, we hear God's desire to have a place that it is his place. And Nathan tells David that the Lord is expressing not having dwelt in a house since they left Egypt. So it's been a long time. And the Lord says, I've been in a tent and it's time to build a house. The Lord through Nathan is going to express to David that it is actually not going to be him who builds this house. He will not do it. It, it will be the fruit of his loin. And even though it doesn't name Solomon, the Lord is saying, it will be your descendant and I will be with him just like I have been with you. There's this love between the Lord and David and David and the Lord. And in this expression, we have another prayer that we can use for ourselves. The Lord of hosts has this to say. It was I who took you from the pasture and from the cave of the flock, the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. And I've been with you wherever you went and destroyed all your enemies before you. We can remember that the Lord has done this for us, friends, that he has destroyed enemies before us and he has taken us from one situation to another. And we can claim these stories, these milestones, these victories of the Lord in our own life when we are in time of trouble. For me right now, because all my kids have left, I have had to deal with reconnecting with a new routine and the old habits of having lots of activities related to the kids being in the house are now different because they're not here. And I'm having to reconnect to a new identity and a new set of habits. And in this story about God having been on the run away from enemies and into battles and on a tent, we see that the people have developed certain habits related to that kind of way of life. And by now establishing a house where 
there will be a permanent setting, there will be a new set of habits. We can go from one stage of our life to the next and find hardship in adjusting. One of the things that I know has happened to me is I will wake up in the middle of the night because I don't have activities the way that I did before and I need to find my rest my rest in the Lord. So those are some of the uh, psalms that I've been reading, finding rest in the Lord. The, the uh, psalm that the church offers us today is Psalm 89. Forever I will maintain my love of my servant. No matter what the stages of David's life are going to be, the Lord is going to be waiting for repentance and for return to his heart. And that is the same thing with us. He's made a covenant with us. We are his chosen one. And he has great plans for our life. Even in our transitions, even as we might be struggling to go from one transition to the next, coming out of a desert into a promised land or leaving the promised land and going into a place that is different from the one we were before. We can remember that the Lord is our Father, as the psalm says, my God, the rock that brings me victory. And forever I will maintain my love for my servant because his covenant is with us. It's a reminder that there's a permanency in God's love that is unlike any other love that we could ever possibly experience. We are in chapter 4 of Mark, the Gospel of Mark, and we have a known story, familiar story, where Jesus is teaching by the sea, and there's a large crowd, and he gets into a boat, and he's teaching them in parables and saying that a sower goes out and and sows some seed that falls on the path and the birds eat it and then some falls on rocky ground and without a lot of soil it cannot really go deep and then it withers and then there's others that fall by the thorns and they choke and they produce no rain no grain and then finally some falls on rich soil and it produces a good yield. Mark tells us that when Jesus is alone with the 12, they're asking him about the parables. And so we we get a picture of Jesus by the sea in a crowd, and then we get a picture of Jesus with the 12. And he's explaining to them that these parables are, are sharing a deep, a deeper truth but he's saying don't you understand it there is a lot that he's already shared with them and we can see a little bit almost of merciful uh companionship that he's going to take the time to actually break it down for them and he says that the sower is sowing the word and that the path is going to be uh, different ways of listening to that word that either the cares of the world like thorns or that we might just not have enough depth, enough depth to actually listen to it and keep it because we have, uh, we're worried about other things, and and so the anxiety or riches or distractions can prevent us from having that word take root in our lives. So, friends, today let us go to the throne, as we weave the story that David has heard from the Lord that he wants the permanency of a house of prayer 
and that the Lord wants that house of prayer to be in our hearts as well, that he wants us to have rich soil in our hearts so that his word can come and produce fruit, and that the Lord has made a covenant with us in the psalm for today. We hear that this covenant is for us as well, that the Lord has fought battles for us and has defeated enemies for us, and we remember that, and that is how we enter into his rest. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we thank you that your son, Jesus, who is the word spoken by you, has come to live amongst us and speaks to us. Let his words grow within our hearts and produce fruit for the kingdom. Allow us to honor you, Father, that in our lives, we recognize the just permanency of your love, the constancy of your love, the faithfulness of your love, and that we will also be people of faithfulness and permanency and discipline, that we will continue to come back to you, whether we're tired because there is a shift in our, in our life, in the timeline of our life, or maybe we are changing habits or changing scenery, and that in these stages of our life where we feel the world faltering around us, we will be in your steadfast love, knowledgeable that you are with us, that you fight our battles, and that you love us deeply. We thank you, Father, for your love, and pray all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.